everybody and welcome to season two, episode 16 of the Charlie Chats Footy podcast with myself, Charlie Cassid. This is the finale of season two. Just got to say a big thank you for all the support this series. It's been a cracker. Um, I've really, really enjoyed doing it and I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as well. Before we get going, um, I just want to give a quick shout out to the FPL Viking from Tenerife who was the Charlie Chaps Footy FPL Fantasy League champion. Congratulations. Um, let us know what shirts you're going to get with your 250 quid classic football shirts voucher that was kindly donated to us by Classic Football Shirts and Doug um, as the top prize in the league this year. Um, congrats to the big man Doug, actually, while we're, while we're talking about him, who is at the helm of Classic Football Shirts, who has become a dad this week. Um so congratulations on that. Doug's going to be coming on for Series 3. Spoiler alert. Um, so keep an eye out. We've got a banging episode to finish things off this season. It is actor, TV and radio presenter, podcaster and lifelong Man City fan, Kel Spellman. He's been through it all. Uh, League One playoff finals against Gillingham to being the best team in the country and potentially Europe. It's been one hell of a journey for the City boys. Uh, we've been meaning to do this for a while, me and Kel, and what better day to release it whilst Kel's currently on a flight to Portugal for the Champions League final, which is insane if you think about where they've come from. Um, and, and Kel will tell us all about that in this episode, uh, the journey he's been on as a City fan. I'm not going to keep you too long, but please do give this a share on all your socials. Um, give it a rating on Apple Podcasts as well if you can, if you enjoyed it. But for now, this is Season 2, Episode 16 of the Charlie Chaps Footy Podcast with Mr. Kel Spellman. Enjoy. Welcome to the Charlie Chaps Footy Podcast with myself, Charlie Casson. I am sat here in my front room. With the one and only Mr. Kel Spellman, how you doing, Kel? Mate, I'm all the better for being here. I mean, this has been a long time coming, hasn't it? It has, it has. He, what, what, what shirt are you sporting? Uh, I'll whack the photo on the Twitter, but um, so, so you can all see. But this what, is, what's this then? This is synonymous with uh, the infamous game against Gillingham when City kind of made the climb back from League playoffs. Two. It was in the playoffs, yes. yeah. So if you if you ever kind of watch any old footage, and I think it's funny because on the Sky footage. The camera actually pans past two of my uncles who are at the ground. One of them, my uncle Paul, is wearing this. Is um, so this is kind of the shirt that's synonymous kind of with that moment. That we got uncles back. together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it says so, brother on it. It literally says... <laughs> 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 I haven't even thought about that's that. That's great. But also, as well, this brother sponsor is the best sponsor City have ever had across a shirt. Like, it is banging. But yeah, it's the, it's the yellowy, you can't see it. So it's like the lime green one with the black stripes going down the middle. And yeah, that was kind of, that was the change really. That was 98 to 99. Mm. And then obviously kind of the climb started from there. But it's kind of, it feels, it's, that's the game that City fans say, had we not done that, would we be where we're at now and carried on? Because we could have stayed in League 2. And this is, this is um, only the other day I was looking with some friends at a player called Billy Meredith, who mm. played in the early 1900s, who played for City and United, right? But we found out that uh, Manchester City in... 1888 to 18, no, 1898 to the 1899 season were also in the second division and got promotion that year. So 100 years later, we did it again. I mean, that's like useless knowledge, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> now you've got to know you it. Go, you know. <laughs> um, so on that then, talk, talk to us about, um, you're born and bred Manchester. Yeah. Talk to us about um, growing up, the influence uh, football potentially had on you and how you came to support in City. Yeah, massive really. So yeah, yeah, born and bred uh, Mancunian. And I think for all of us, do you know what I mean? I think with most places like that, you know, football is a massive part of your identity. Do you know mm. what I mean? Kind of who you are, what you spend a lot of time doing, constantly out on the streets playing, you know, Wally or a little five-a-side at the park or whatever. So football is always, it feel like me and my brother came out the womb kicking a ball. Do you know mm. what I mean? My dad kind of has always played it. He coached it. So a big part of our life and as far as supporting it, it's quite funny really because one, my, my dad and his brothers, the ones who were at the Gillingham <laughs> game, uh, they grew up in Stretford, which if anyone knows Manchester is that's like Old Trafford, you know, mm. territory. That is, they, they are right, they mm. are right around the corner from Old Trafford. 
But the reason that we found City was through my granddad. So when he came over from Ireland, um, it was kind of a thing at that time, really, you'd actually go and watch both teams. You'd watch United one week and go watch City one week, uh, the other week, sorry. And when choosing a team, though, one, I think he's always fancied the underdog. And second of all, he found that kind of uh, United was very much kind of like the Catholic club. Mm. Uh, and obviously him being Irish Catholic, he felt football shouldn't be about religion. So just thought, we'll do the opposite. Mm. But obviously that just meant 30, 40 years of supporting absolute dross at times. <laughs> um, and then from there, obviously, kind of, it's that thing of, you know, whoever your dad supports, your family supports, you haven't really got a choice in the matter. Mm. So that was it for me and our kid, really. We, we were kind of, probably one of our first baby items was a City shirt. Uh, and then I think we I got a season ticket. I think on my season ticket it says like started like in '98. I think so. Like my dad just got me on the list as a three year old, <laughs> uh, and then had a season ticket ever since. But it's great because there's me, my dad, and my brother. My granddad goes. His three brothers, uh, three of my cousins. So it's like a big mm. Spelman family tradition. Um, so yeah, that's so at the time. Then that must have been when you made when they made the decision to be City, if you like. United would have been sort of, you know, they were. I know Liverpool were the 80s dominance, but United would have been the bigger team in Manchester, would I be right in saying oh, that? Oh, massively, mate. Yeah. Especially, I think, from, like you say, I think, my, bless my dad and his brothers and my granddad, they've gone through different decades of just any team but City dominating. Yeah. But for me, yeah, it was that back end of the 90s, early 2000s, all United. And the thing is, I think in my friendship groups, I'm the only City fan. Mm. And a lot of them are United fans. Also got a lot of friends in London who are United fans. Shock. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of it. Bro, this is where we were at. We'd celebrate a derby win, which would be few and far between. Yeah, We'd yeah, live yeah. for those that little was the moments. Fa- that was the FA Cup final. That was literally... You know how bad City were? We had uh, two things. I don't know if you remember, there was a game against Tottenham in the FA Cup when we went 3-0 down and came back and won 4-3. Yes, yes, I do remember that. At White Hart Lane. Indeed. I remember I'd actually gone to bed and my dad came and woke me up and was like, you need to come and watch what's going on down here. Uh, watch that. But basically, that was the, we never won the FA Cup, obviously. We brought out a DVD of that game. <laughs> what, the 4-3? Of the 4-3. That was like our thing of the season, do you know what I mean? <laughs> there was another game, uh, Stuart Pearce was in charge. Obviously, we had season tickets. Mm. We more or less went the whole season and didn't watch City. Not only not win, but didn't score a goal. The Never saw it for nearly a whole season. I think from like October, or, it was around like October or yeah, around October. Rest of the season, never scored a goal at home, and we went every week. <laughs> Never watched City score. I think it was around the same time he was bringing David James to go on up front. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. That's how desperate it was. Oh my like, God. It was flipping. Yeah, mad times, and then obviously now now we're yeah. Well, I mean, we will get on to obviously the more recent times now, but talk you talking about that. And me hearing that must just feel even more surreal to where you guys are now, from where you've come from. Do you know what I mean? Completely. Like I think, well, it's, I think City fans still find and don't quite believe it. That's why we still seem to go into every game like this is where it's all going to come tumbling down. Um, and it just never does. It ne- at the moment. At the moment. Touch one. Yeah. <laughs> <Still> Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I don't say that. But um, yeah, it does. And I think more so for me though, it's actually you know going with my dad and my granddad and there is a whole generation of older City fans that did support them mm. through thick and thin for 30, 40 years when we won nothing. Do you mm. know what I mean? United had that infamous banner. Do you remember it? They'd change it every year yeah. we didn't win a trophy. Um, so I think what makes it more now is going, oh, you've, you, you, for them to see it and experience it, I think mm. is is what brings me the most joy anyway and I think that's what makes it so special. Oh, you deserve this. Do you yeah, know what I 100%. mean? Like, You've, and been, that's, you've been through the hard time. It but. is, and there's, you know, there's always, I think, a bit of thing about City's history. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, just because our history, just because our history isn't laden with trophies mm. and kind of, you know, winning Champions League and Premier Leagues, we're making that now. History is a little bit different, but it's still, you know, is that's our history. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do you remember your first ever game, or not the first thing you went to? When was? Do you remember the first time you sort of? It would have been Main Road, wouldn't it? It would have been Main Road. It would have been a Main Road in the family stand. Uh, I don't think because I, I was going so young. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? <laughs> it's so funny how young I think we must have been. But was there a time though where you sort of because obviously you were too young to know, but when you sort of started going main road and you felt like it really meant something as opposed to just going, with, just going. Yeah, yeah, I think it was kind of probably it was either the back end. It was probably the back end of Joe Royal. I think right. maybe. I think I remember starting to actually really kind yeah. of yeah, and you yeah. appreciating the game. You know, actually loving singing Blue Moon at the top yeah. of your voice and. You know, actually starting to when you remember when you start to understand football more, and you know mm. that that was a bad decision, or you could shout at that. Um, 
One of my earliest memories is not the game, but was actually at a derby, and two United fans had snuck into this. Obviously, of course they did, but they'd snuck into the city end. And I think obviously United must have scored or whatever. But one of my earliest memories at Main Road is them standing up to celebrate, and then you can imagine in a in a city stand. I just I've never seen more people swarm on two people in all my life. Really? And you know, really being like as a kid, oh my god, this is all a little bit scary. <laughs> Probably even cried a little bit. That is one of my earliest memories of Main Road is two United fans being in the city end. And how far? Johnny's explained this to me a few times, but how far is Main Road from Old Trafford? What? Um, it's not like it's not like Liverpool Anfield across the park, is it? No, it's no, probably no. it's more. It's like just that is on the other side of the Mancunian Way. So I mean, it's probably you know, it's a 10, 15 minute drive at that. Right. Really, you know, I think it's probably mm. my geography is not great, but I want to say maybe about four mile or mm. something. But yeah, we're kind of you got that in Stretford, and then we're just the other side of the Mancunian Way, basically. Who was your? Because obviously your player, you have got a bit about you. Yeah? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, we know about the link. Up there. <laughs> Who? Um, who, if you could pinpoint one player, City, yeah. when you were younger, that you just always wanted to be in the playground, or the one you looked up to, or your, your hero, when you was um, going to Main Road as a boy? If it was Main Road as a boy, it was Sean Gota. Feed the goat and he would score. He would score, like... And, um, I saw you in a video of him the other day. That's what I'm saying. Was it mad. Was that mental Mad, mad yeah, because I've been so... I've been lucky enough, I've been doing sign of some presenting for City, which mm. genuinely, I, like, I say to you every time we're at football, I'm like, bro, it's just like... I'm living my wildest dreams yeah. out here. Like it's, I really am kind of counting my blessings. Um, but it, yeah, feed the goat was 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 the one for me. Do you know what I mean? Like he was my favourite. I did love Paul Dickoff. Mm. Um, my brothers was Danny Tiato. Oh my throwback. god! Remember Danny yeah, Tiato? Yeah. Player mate. What a throwback. Player. Um, but then as well, I guess like two players that changed it. And then I guess you know when you go like, oh, I like the way they play was uh, Ali Benabia and Ayol Berkovic. I remember Berkovic, bro. I mean, when them two came, I think that was Kevin Keegan actually, kind of actually brought a bit more of attacking philosophy, I guess. Yeah. Um, those were two players, their style I'd never seen at City up until that point. Yeah. You know, actually holding the ball up, the one-twos, you know, actually close ball control, finding a through ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That in the middle of the park I hadn't seen time. I particularly remember them two kind of being like, oh, that's maybe more my style yeah. of football. But Sean Gota. That is that is that was my. That must that have been mental player. with him the other night then. Crazy. What Crazy. happened? So how did that happen? You were just at the. Was it after the game Sunday? Yeah, after the game. So this is what's so mad. So we did the show for the final game, which was Aguero's final game, and then uh, we were presenting the show, and it was you know I'm, I was presenting the show with like Paul Dickoff, Kevin Horlock, Andy Morrison, legends like. And these real are these legends. are the boys you watched growing up. I've got pictures. I was a I was a mascot. Uh, when City played Stockport, that's where we were at, but I was a mascot, I walked out with the team. At Main Road? And I've got, it was actually at Edgley Park, oh, so the away yeah, one, yeah. 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 And um, I've got pictures with with the Goats, with Dickie, with um, George Weir, yeah, who's yeah, yeah. now, uh, he's like a president, I think, or something. But I, as a kid, do you know what I mean? I've got pictures with them, and now I'm like, working with them. Yeah. It genuinely, it's still, as I'm saying it now, I get a little bit Yeah, like, it's mental, because they're your heroes. Like. Literally. Um, so we did that, and then we went out for some celebrations, obviously afterwards, because it was, you know, we'd won it a few mm. weeks ago, but um, full time in five years, by the way, just in case. <laughs> to get that in yeah. there. Um, but, uh, sorry, no, it's, it, no, say four, no, it's three and four years, three sorry, four. yeah, yeah, three and four years. Um, and then we went out afterwards, and then you're just having a, you know, a couple of drinks and that is know, insane, man. putting the world's right with them and it don't matter how <laughs> it don't matter how famous they are, right? I heard Max Rushton talk about this on Soccer AM. Like he I, I get stuck I was at the Barnet game last night, first Barnet game back since COVID. And I was start like see players walk in the bar after I mean with Barnet, right? We play in the conference. Yeah. I get starstruck when I see the the striker or whatever. I feel yeah. And Max Rustin was saying when he sees a Cambridge player, he gets starstruck. And these aren't famous people, but because they're your heroes on your pitch yeah. to play for your team, doesn't matter how big they are, you get starstruck when you see them. Don't it? And I think because well, it's funny, like, I always find that starstruck thing funny. I don't think I've never really had it. Do you know what I mean? To mm. be honest, you know, I think, you know, at the end of the day, we all go to the toilet. Do you know what I mean? And mm. if you fall over and bruise your knee, cut it open, you're going to bleed blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. When it comes to footballers and in particular City players, it's probably the closest I come there. It's all I'm bothered about, really. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. met some cool people, do you know what I mean? But genuinely sitting down with Sean Goater or Paul Dickoff, I'm like, this is my life made. <laughs> do you know what like... I mean? And I think it is, I think football fans, 
only football fans kind of can really get that or understand that there is I don't know what it is but there is just something about them for us that we just go oh my god I think it's because as well I go I wish I could do what you do yeah yeah, yeah. I think we all had that dream at some point of wanting to be a footballer Mm. Um, but yeah I don't know what it is but I have the same it's so special isn't it it's so weird just to think though like I'm just trying to think how I'd cope if I was presenting a Barnet show with my hero at Barnet, like you're doing with the goats, it's just bro. It probably it took me about three months to actually accept it and go like, come on, Cal. Do you know what I mean? You're working. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Three months. You're not just a fanboy, like. <laughs> but then I think, and you'd probably have this as well, Charlie. Though, like, you'd suddenly because we live and breathe it. Mm. You actually, it's it's so easy because you just get to have the conversations and actually ask the oh, questions yeah. that we'd probably try and exactly. work out the answers to. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? No prep needed at all. Not at all. No. Well, and and you do the prep because that's. One of the only things I do spend my time flipping on my phone doing is looking at city stuff. Yeah. And I'll go to every little source that's probably telling me the same thing over and over again, but it's just in case I miss anything. Do you know mm. what I mean? I'm a little nit like that. Like, it's one thing that I love. I do love, like, digging into a little bit, especially yeah. kind of now with what city are doing in in a more bigger and broader sense with the CFG and everything. It's mm. fascinating. Kind What's of. the CFG? So the CFG is City's football group, which is like the, almost the... I'd say like the umbrella for then all the other clubs. So I don't know if you've seen, but they've got like Melbourne City, New York City. Yes. They've got a League Two team. They've got Girona. Who's the League Two team? Uh, that's quite a new one. Actually. I think it's, I want to say it's Troy, T-O-R-O-Y-E-S, I think. Oh, in France. Sorry, yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. League Two. Sorry, in, sorry. In oh, League Two, yeah. Got they've got France, one there. They've, two, got, yeah. um, but they've got a Mumbai City, but all them clubs will come under Part the, of the CFG. CFG. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be. Is that from Shake Mansour? Yeah, Shake Mansour. He sorted all that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, him and actually, it's uh, that Ferran Soriano, who we brought over from Barcelona with Cheeky Bergenstein, who's our director of football. And he's actually the mastermind. Apparently, I have to do a lot of reading around this stuff, but he that's what apparently he wanted to do with Barcelona. But they weren't quite, you know, because it's quite a modern new thing right. to actually say, we want to try and have clubs all over, build like a footballing network, so yeah, you can yeah. then, you know, loan-wise, scouting-wise... But they didn't really want it, so then kind of City were like, we like the sound of that. Brought him over, and he's kind of he's been the mastermind behind it. Basically. And do they own all those clubs then? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And that's why you know as well now they'll send. Um, we've got a team in Belgium, um, but a lot of the loan spells now will go kind of to the different CFG Within clubs. Each other. Do you know what I mean? Good and idea. Can't it's blame smart. Them. They've got one yeah. in, in Uruguay as well, and even as well like, you know, for the scouting side of it as well. You know, and actually, if you if you you got clubs in like all the kind of footballing hotspots around the world and you've got your ear mm. on the ground like obviously it can only benefit you I guess you know I know people kind of say like is that football though and you know are you actually kind of monetizing and taking a hold of it but it's like well it's only you're just doing something a bit different I 100%. think you know I think, I think it's pretty you know and it hasn't come at the expense of the clubs or or city itself I think it only seems to enhance it best ever game you've been to I think this might I think I might know what it is um, is it a certain Aguero? It's a certain Aguero. Yeah, talk me through that day. Mate, so funny, like, quite timely as well, actually, given that, obviously, he's kind of just mm. hung up his boots at City after doing 10 years. The the greatest football memory that I, I think I'll ever have. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, depending on what happens at the weekend. In the <laughs> but I still, then I don't it think it'll be it. topped. No, it won't be. I don't think it Not, can ever it was, be topped. It was first title, wasn't it? First title. First 43 title. years. His first season. Was yeah. his first season? 11-12. I think he, yeah, will have been that would. Oh no, was he? Did he come in? 10 he 11? signed ten eleven. He came ten yeah. eleven. Yeah, he came on against Course, ten uh, years. Swansea. Swansea. It was. Scored, he scored hat trick. Scored two goals scored and an twice. assist. Yeah. Get on this though. Uh, so on his debut, came on. Uh, I think around with twenty five minutes, thirty minutes to go. Two goals and an assist. Do you know the only other time he's done that? Saturday, Sunday. Final game. Sunday. Came yeah. on. Two goals. That's the only time he's come on and scored wow. two goals, first game and last game. Ten and years apart. Yeah. My brother also texted me going, um, apparently we came on at around the same time, but I haven't looked at it yet. But I like, you know what, you wouldn't put it past a moment like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 to but fit perfectly. The QPR game, it's funny, you know, because um, obviously we knew what had to be done that day. Do you know what I mean? And it that is where typical City comes from. You have you know to win. I mean? like, and it's so against QPR, who were also like nearly relegated. Mm. Um so you're thinking, come on, do you know what I mean? And Zabaleta gets that goal and it is flipping on, do you yeah. know what I mean? And then obviously out of nowhere, flipping suddenly you're 2 1 now. Mackie. Don't. Even in, front now, the, in front of the QPR when, fans. When, when you watch it now as well, it still makes me angry. I'm like, are you joking me? Do you know what I mean? Like, really, City, 
This is the one time you one moment Mancini. I don't know if you've seen the clips of Mancini going off. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, raging. So what are you thinking then? Because so United United results come in, they've won. Done. You think on even before the United result at being two one down, like my head was like, that's it. So it was you, two, wasn't it two one in like the eighty eighth minute or something? Or yeah, 89th no, minute. up until 90th minute. Was it? And it then was Jekko the, yeah, got more the... like Jekko got the goal, and I, and I was also I was going to London that I was going to London that night, and um, I so I remember the two one thing fuming, thinking you're taking the piss. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like one, you had you had one job yeah, city. Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Because even with the Jekko goal, still wasn't enough. Weren't enough. And I remember when that goal went in. And I had a love-hate relationship with Edin Dzeko. As I've like got a little bit older and looked back on his goals, probably gave him too much of a hard time, to I'm be honest. Underrated, yeah. aren't Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- people know me as well. I used to give Dzeko a hard time. <laughs> um, but scoring that second goal, I remember being pissed off going, nah, now you've really, you know, now you are taking the piss. Like, at least lose. Don't like draw yeah. and become like, you were that a little bit away. Just lose, do you know what I mean? And I remember thinking that, I'm happy to just go here in my head. Do you know what I mean? But I knew I wouldn't. I was with my dad and my brother yeah, and my yeah, family. Yeah. And then really, if I'm being honest, I don't actually remember those 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 five minutes. The the kind of you remember being there in the pure ecstasy. My kind of thing that I do remember is like running up and down the concourse. Like out my seat, God, carnage, apps, you're falling over, flipping, hugging whoever. And just not having all this energy going, I don't know what to do with this. So I was running up and down the concourse, hugging anyone you could. Me and our kid were trying to find a way to get down stairs to get on the pitch, do you know what I mean? But we couldn't. <laughs> I just don't remember it. That's the whole, basically, them 10 minutes. I remember the Jekko goal, and then don't actually really remember until then. You watch it back and go like, yeah, but you just, you just, you just lost your shit, basically. Carnage. And then seeing, I've never seen so many grown men, grown men. And some old school manks, do you know what I mean? Crying. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. Never that, felt anything like it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. pure, pure relation, pure, pure ecstasy. Even in the commentary, he says, "Drink it in. You will never see anything like this ever again." You can't. It was ninety third minute and twenty seconds. There was four minutes of added time. An instant hero in his second season. Yeah, and and he, do you know? I don't know if you saw, but um, actually on Saturday when he did his uh, little kind of good. By speech, he comes on, you know, and they say, we have to ask you the question about the thing. And he says, you know what the funny thing is? I played shit that game. <laughs> and he did. He had. A, he was He was, He was. was woeful, really. Didn't do yeah. anything. Couldn't quite get in the game. But then all it takes is one moment. And, you know, the other funny thing about that? Balotelli's only ever assist. Really? Only ever assist at Man City was the, was, Aguero. Was the Aguero assist. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know when, um, I'm just thinking to Saturday, because I know you're going... I'm just thinking, do you remember when Chelsea won the Champions League on penalties and Drogba scored and it was his last ever kick? Thought, yeah. Can you imagine on Saturday, if it goes, just to say it goes to penalties, Aguero <sighs> scores the winner? Can you? Because I mean, he'd probably come on in extra time or something, wouldn't he? You can, like, I mean, we've actually been saying on, on the show that we do, like, it does feel that his journey's quite not finished. He's got so whether Yeah, so whether, whether the journey being completed is in just getting to lift the Champions League trophy, but you can't help but feel... He's got some role to play. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Pivotal as well. Yeah, and I think if it's not extra time, if you need a goal with, and it pains me to say, you know, because I would always, you should always start Aguero, but I'm, there's a bit of me going, you probably don't start him, just given mm. kind of the system that we found and the, that works for us. Um, but if you need a goal with 20 minutes to go, you've got to come we'll you've got to bring him on. And I think I said, I said a few weeks ago, I was like, in a dream world, it would be a Phil Foden assist. <sighs> To Aguero, because yeah. that would just be the the passing of the baton. Do you know what I mean? Foden's yeah. incredible, isn't he? He's a joke. What a player! Man. He is a joke. Like, and always have heard about Phil Foden, and you never, you know, you never really kind of see how good they are until you see it. But actually, for someone to have come and actually go, oh yeah, all the chat and all the hype, mm. I think he's well worth it. Oh, he's like, done. I mean, he's what is he? Twenty? He's won. He's just three, turned twenty-one. Three just Premier Leagues. 21. Four Carabao Cups or something stupid. An FA Cup. FA Cup. Um, he's in the Champions League final. Champions League final to come. But he could end up being one of the most decorated players in English history. To do that If we 20. were to go on. You yeah, know, yeah, If we were yeah, to do yeah. what we've done over the last decade into this next decade of his career, then who's, who's to say where like, he can go? He's an incredible player. One of the best young English talents I've seen, I think, in a, in a long time. Yeah, I would say that. Like, And he has that like... He just seems to have a bit of a mixture and influence from a few players. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like he's happy to play in the spaces like David did. But then sometimes, I'm, 
disclaimer, I'm not comparing him to Messi because no one obviously compares to the GOAT. But like his speed with the ball and close ball control, like, I don't know if you saw the goal against Brighton. Yeah. There is a little bit of yeah. that. Kind of, because flair. it's the balance, I yeah. think, as well. Because you watch Messi and go, why don't you knock him off the ball? But you can't. Yeah. And Foden's got that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like um, He's getting in the team ahead of Sterling though, isn't he? Guaranteed. Like, yeah, rightly so though. Sterling's me, like, been awful this season. I don't know if I should say this, but I will. My nickname for him at the moment is NEP. No end product. <laughs> no end product. And now I've said it, watch it because you can't, listen, I've, and you know, football professionals have told me, you know, about his runs and his, his speed and, you know, and, and he obviously he is a good player. Yeah. No end product. Yeah. No end, seriously. And now I've said it, whenever you watch him, when he gets into that final third, See what he does with it. I'm just worried Southgate because Southgate absolutely licks his ass. I'm mm. worried he's going to start him over Fer- over Foden. You can't in the Euros. Not a chance. Also, you've got to be. I've got. I think you've got to be thinking about Jack Grealish. Yeah, I don't know what well, his I'd thing have, is. You've got to be Grealish, Kane, Foden, front three. Surely, it's got to be. I mean. Or if you're wanting to get another bit of pace there, because I think you know, if you want to get Rashford on there, maybe mm. as well. Sancho. Sancho, I drop Grealish into centre mid because the engine on that lad is mm. unreal. And whenever I've I've been fortunate enough to, particularly the last couple of seasons, watch him live. Bro, he pops up everywhere. Yeah, he's so good. He's like, I don't think I don't think people give him enough credit for how good he is. Mm. Like, if I was sitting, you know, if I had, you know, could I go, who do you want? He, I'd sign him this summer. I'd give a hundred mil to Aston Villa straight away. Do you think Foden's better off the left than centre? If because sometimes he does play centre, doesn't he? Yeah, I think. It's, yes and no. I think now just where he's at, I think. The left seems to suit him. Yeah. I think give him another year, and as his as in, his intelligence grows that little bit more and a little bit more mature, you put him in the mm, middle. Hundred percent. Um, because I can't remember what game it was. I think, I think it was actually maybe the the Liverpool one when he scored his goal, and actually I think it was the second game against PSG. He ended up moving. No, it was the first, second half of the first game against PSG. You know when they came out and they'd gone in two three and up in that yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been fair. Um, but he changed it slightly where he pushed the full-backs on slightly and then Foden was coming in more inside yeah. and then he started kind of really kind of he'll grab the game out yeah, of his neck him his and Mares. Um Mares as well bloody hell unreal what a player best first touch in world football at the moment unbelievable unreal that Such, first touch is a yeah. joke and he's finishing man what a signing and he was like with N'Golo Kante before Leicester they were playing like the third division in France weren't they it? it's mad Kante's world class yeah, he's world class but Mares, and I think like big game player now as well Mm. I felt like me and my dad said this I don't know if you remember him missing the penalty at Anfield yeah the nil-nil when you could have won yeah I watched that with my mate over um, we were away anyway and it was wherever we were oh we were in America so we had to watch Mm. it at like um, nine in the morning it was earlier seven eight in the morning and uh yeah, that killed me. But I think that's always been like this little chip on his shoulder almost. Or I think City fans have remembered it as well. Mm. Whereas these last few games, if you think in both the PSG games and in the Dortmund game as well, the, the penalty, the free yeah. kick, uh, not the note. Well, yeah, what's the free kick? Yeah, yeah the penalty, yeah, the free, the free kick. kick. Yeah. Big game player. Big Unreal. moment. Unreal. Yeah. And now he's got, what, three Prem titles to his name? One with Leicester, two with City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good, pretty good guy. Player. Um, just quickly, I want to talk about the... Uh, probably the biggest moment in City's history the takeover yeah did you ever feel that City would go on to be in this dominant having you know been in United's shadow for many many years when that happened did you ever feel it would get to these heights nah 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 never at that point for the first two three years no you never envisaged it no I think it's funny, I don't know, I think you always, as a City fan, you always seem to have this like element of you just go, it can't be true, or like, no, yeah. it's too good to be true. I think we, we're very, we're a little bit self-deprecating in that way. It's always like, no, nah, we won't, we'll find yeah, a way to yeah, mess yeah, up. Yeah. Typical City, do you know what I mean? All mm. of that. And it is for a reason, do you know what I mean? That's 30, 40 years of mm. what's made us feel that way. So I think that tied in with also just going like, the powerhouses around that time of your United and Chelsea's and that. We were still like, we were starting to compete, but no way near their level. Maybe I think you'd hope for if we can start contending for the top four, that would be the dream. Do you know what I mean? Consistently getting top half of the table, mm. we'll take that. Maybe just play a bit more attacking, nice football, we'll take that. Never to this point. Never. I think, I think though, when after Mark Hughes went, because Mark Hughes got us into the Champions League, and actually I've spoken to a few of the uh, players of around that time and they actually attribute 
a lot of the the Mancini success to actually the core in which Mark Hughes built. Really? To be fair, yeah. Wow. Uh, I only found that out recently, but um, Mark Hughes made a few like a uh, few key signs. I think he bought in company. He bought in. He might have bought in Zabby. Do you know what I mean? So like, not maybe because then Mancini had that. There's a great pitch where he's. It's like Yaya, David, Jerome, Botang, and I think Kolarov. Yeah. So like, but the couple of plays before then was Mark Hughes. I think he bought in Lescott. Who brought in? Because I remember for me as a as a neutral, obviously the takeover was talk of the town on on the telly and that and in the papers. But the one player, the first player you signed, where I think we were like, oh, was Rubino. Rubino. Yeah. That was the one that was like, okay. They've, they've got a bit of wonga. Well, be- <laughs> <laughs> they've got a bit of yeah, yeah, serious wonga. What I think, um, what and still apparently though, and it pains me to say this, but I think he actually thought he was signing for United. That is apparently the thing. Yeah, and apparently there's, there is a, there are quotes from now saying, yeah, I thought I was. He thought he was signing for United, but originally, uh, Kaka was almost really? the big. I think they wanted to come in, and it was like a kind of you know peacocking a little bit going. Here you are. Yeah. We've arrived. Do you know what I mean? They just wanted a big stand to sign him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, Kaka was like, I ain't joining flipping. Who, Man City? Yeah, who are they? Obviously, money talked to Robinho and brought him. But that, yeah, I think that was the statement of intent to say, we're here to spend big. Mm. Initially, that now I think, you know, it's still thrown at us. But actually, if you look through City's spending over the last six, seven years, and you can say about quarter of a billion on fullbacks, one people forget, look at the outgoings. Because we've been making 10, 15 million players, 10, 15 million of players in the academy and mm. also move people out. We've not just been spending. And the most we've spent on a player is 62 million. Stones. We ain't, uh, no, right, that's actually Diaz. Diaz, And yes. then before that, it was Mares, 60 mil. And then before that, Stones. We've never paid more than, do you know what I mean? We, yeah. ain't, we ain't big spenders now. We were initially, but you have to, we had to speculate to at least try and get on the level of United, Chelsea and Liverpool's. They all did it at a time. And it's not like you're spunking the money. Like you're looking at Diaz. Look how influential he's been. Yeah. Mares, special Unreal. player. Stones you'd have said actually, but was, was a flop until actually this season. Oh, he's coming to his own. But you Diaz, can't also he? not... It, City's Academy, the CFA, is is one of the best footballing facilities in world football. Mm. It is like any ex-professionals would say that. Well, there's so many like ex-pros kids. I don't even think... Liam Delap. Liam Delap. I think Rooney's kids might even still be there. He looks like a good player, Liam Delap. Yeah, he looks he looks strong. He yeah. looks as well like he's built for the Premier League. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but no, I think there was there was kind of that, and then but I think it was then obviously, you know, Mancini coming in, and when you're bringing in a Yaya Torre, and then you're seeing what David Silva was doing, suddenly you go, no, actually, there's we maybe can start competing here. Actually, mm. you no, know, actually try and play on play on their level, and the biggest one was that FA Cup. Uh, which you do have to attribute really a lot to Yaya Torre. Oh. He grabbed both the semi-final and the final by the scruff of his neck. Mm. And um, I think he really kind of brought us to that like next level, that level where you go, no, we should be competing and challenging to win trophies and titles. Like It's a mentality that. Yeah. And you need players that have come from certain clubs or had those experiences, I think, to bring it to the club because yeah. up until that point, we hadn't had it. Um but I don't think we could ever, I never envisioned, you know, what what we've been able to do over the last decade. And mm. actually how quick, because I was saying this on the show the other day, even with the Champions League, you're like, oh, you know, it feels like we've come up short. Oh, we've never had the rub of the green. But if you actually were to take a step back and go, having never been in the Champions League and actually having been in it consistently for only for the last 10 years and in within 10 years you're in a Champions League final, it's not bad growth that. No. Feels actually still quite quick, yeah. really. Um, so I think there's, you have to take a step back and go it's uh, it's magic what they've done and I do now know again just from being the little nit that I am they ain't stopping do you know what I mean and there is there was an amazing line from Khaldun who's like the shakes almost he's like the kind of the embodiment of our shake and he's saying we've not even done half of what we're setting out to do I don't think Guardiola signs the extension if he doesn't think there's more for him to do De Bruyne doesn't sign yeah. you know for the next four or five years if he doesn't feel there's more the club is doing. Do you know what I and mean? And you know, you know who's the man, don't you? To come in and, and put the ice on the cake. Harry Kane. Oh, mate. Harry Kane, mate. What do you think about that? I think I think he's got to go City. He's got to go City. He's 27. Yeah. He has never won a trophy, right? Yeah. For me, 
I'm being biased because I'm in, I'm English and I love Kane. I think he's the best. I think he's the best centre forward in the world when it comes down to it. Yeah. At the moment, in terms of his finishing and stuff. Yeah. If he wants to go, if he goes City, he is guaranteed a Premier League. He's guaranteed a Carabao Cup, quite possibly an FA Cup. Yeah. And he'll have a very, 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 very good chance of winning another well, yeah. the Champions League. Yeah. Um, and I think with did you watch the interview of him and Gary Neville when they were doing the golf the other week? Yeah, I think did he not talk about as well playing playing with De Bruyne? De Bruyne and that. Yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, all right, do you know what I mean? Don't be so desperate. I feel like he is, he is sticking it out there. Oh isn't yeah, he? no, he wants, he, I think he's. There is, I, do you know what? Obviously, don't, I totally agree with everything you're saying, and a few friends have actually kind of. Because I'll be honest, my initial reaction is like, I, he is one of the world's best strikers. But if you're talking the hundred and hundred and fifty mil that I'm, you know, that is being banded about, is not Haaland or Mbappe better value for money? That's my only thing. Mm. But then, because I say about the age, but then people go, no, 27, you've still got five solid years there, really, proven. I mean, obviously, who am I to say? But mm. there was a bit of me, if you're talking that money... Yeah, no, you've I, got a point, you've got a good point. I'd be more... I mean, Haaland's Haaland, for me, though, Mbappe's the one. Oh, Mbappe. Mbappe's ridiculous. Mbappe's, Mbappe's ridiculous. the one, like... Yeah. Um, but does he, does he go... Could Mbappe... Because you've got your two wide players, you've got Foden, and you've got your, you know, your Mahrez's. Yeah, Torres think, is starting to come good. Yeah, I think I think the thing behind it is, as a centre forward, yeah, with Kane, you've got someone ready made who you know for a fact you can stick him in that City team. It'll get you thirty prem goals next yeah, year. Yeah, Easy. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. He's it's had true. twenty plus goals last six years with De Bruyne behind him. Yeah, well, and, he, and, he, and and given Tottenham season, he got golden golden boot this golden year boot and most assists. Did he get most assists yeah, as well? Got most assists in the prem this year. Did he? Yeah, he got it. Got presented it on Sunday. I mean, listen, he is a player, isn't he? Ready made. He's yeah, ready made to go into that city. Team. Maybe that's the one. I can see United having a sniff for him though. Oh yeah, he'll go United, either United City or Chelsea, but I don't feel go Chelsea because Spurs. It'll be hated at Spurs. Yeah, can't do it. I don't think that Daniel Levy Levy. Levy, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't think he'll let that happen. But it, I just, I just can't. I just, just imagine. I know Aguero can, can never be replaced, really. Yeah. But I think, um, I mean, Haaland, like you said, Haaland's an investment. Yeah. But if you want something, uh, it depends. It, I just think it works for both. That teams. it does. It does really. I think, and like you say, it's actually what are you putting the onus and the the value on? Are you putting the value on the investment in the future in ten years, mm. or are you putting the onus and value on actually ready made? one of the best strikers you know in world football yeah. to slot straight in I think for the next two three years it suits both parties yeah. quite a lot and it, I think it would put it would put a lot of fear in other teams oh, if you, if you yeah. go City for me you can forget every other team can forget about the Premier League for the next five years that. you see what the City fan in me goes you go yeah you say that but it won't be <laughs> that won't be the case I'm going no nah, it won't be it won't be but PTSD yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean I've only had it for like 10 years so God knows how the older supporters are but yeah it could be um, it could be interesting mm. so let's talk um, straight after straight after this recording Kel is off to get you're off to get your test aren't you oh I am mate uh, where, oh, where, where, where are you heading Friday I am I am heading to Porto for the Champions League final wow. against Chelsea thoughts mad mad can you believe you're going to watch a team no, in the Champions League final it's fucking flipping bonkers, man. It is. It's again. It's so surreal. Do you know mm. what I mean? You can't. I actually can't quite believe it. Even saying the sentence. Do you know what I mean? When we're yeah. sitting in a Champions League final and hearing it is like, no way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, I'm excited. I'm excited, but I mean also like I really struggle with my nerves anyway for big games proper. Do you know what I mean? I'm one of them. I can't. Can't even think about it two days before because mm. it eats me up. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'm just relishing it, I think. And, and, I, and I do... You can't count any chickens and who knows what happens over 90 minutes of football. But I do firmly believe that if City turn up and play how I know they can play, and like we saw in the second half against PSG or the second half against Dortmund, this year, for me, no team is beating City mm-hmm. when, they're, when they play like that. Now, if they don't and you're a little bit... I don't know if the pressure gets to you or like it did, you know, in the first first half of the PSG game, Dortmund, you know what I mean? Then there's a chance they can get in. And I think that's what I say really to people. The only team that is going to stop us from winning it is ourselves if we don't turn up. Because I do solely believe this team, when they turn up and are on song, it is unplayable. Yeah. We are unplayable. Like, even that first goal at the weekend, I know it was Everton who, you know... You know, Everton, I think. I've got a couple of mates who are Everton's fans, you know what I mean? Like, Luke. Luke, you know, Luke, Luke Yeah, he's Everton, isn't he? And um, 
you know, I think Ancelotti's actually, you know, I think done some good things there and they're on a, a steady incline. And obviously, maybe they weren't at it defensively. But that first goal, you don't stop that. Mm. You can't stop the quick one-twos and De Bruyne rifle in the bottom right. And we can, if we can do that for not, you're not going to do it for 90 minutes. But if you can do it for 45 to 60 minutes of the game and weather the storm the other side of it and when you've got Diaz and Edison and Kyle Walker there mm. who can help you weather that storm and Fernandinho... I'd like to think we can do it, but that's famous last words. And they, you know, they have done us twice already. Um, You've got to get some revenge somewhere. You have to. And when we lost in the league, and that was again, it was you know they've actually been two of our worst performances for me mm. this season. That FA Cup and and the the league game against them. Um, if but, you're going to lose one, you lose that. And like you, know you said I mean? though, we can, we they've never played a full strength. No, they haven't played De Bruyne in there. We don't think we had Gundogan. I don't think we had Sterling and Torres. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, a couple of mates have said to me like, yeah, but does that not, you know, add a bit of a pressure if it's like, no, but this is the team and actually it may, you know, something new and fresh. And it's like, no, no, if you play the team that's played these Champions League games, and I think Pep knows his team, really. Yeah, 100%. I know what team I'd play. That, yeah, I think they haven't played that team yet for me. I feel like it's, this is the one. Pep's been after this for City for ages, isn't he? Yeah. This is the one and it feels it feels like the time. City have as well, you know, and it's just the thing that everyone throws at us. That's the, you know, one is the the money thing, but the other thing is going, yeah, but you ain't done it in Europe. Mm. Yeah, but, but and, you know, if you, I think if you speak to a lot of football, like, professionals, they actually go, no, the league is the bigger one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm of that belief, do you know what I mean? But you also have to show you can do it in Europe. In Europe. Are you the best team in Europe? I think, I believe we should have done it before now. I think the teams have been good enough at certain in certain Champions League campaigns to do it. Clearly not because they didn't get through, but whether it was, you know, we've had a few bad decisions go against us. We've not mm. quite had the rub of the green. Sometimes the pressure has got to us, the occasion. But it does feel that the stars seem to be aligning. And we have had, which everyone talks about with particularly cup football, rub of the green this year. Yeah. And you need it. The Jude Bellingham goal, criminal. That poor kid should have had that goal. That was criminal that that was not a goal. Criminal. Uh but went our way a little bit. Way. The free kick, the little gap in the wall. Do you know what I mean? They are the type of things that you need. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. everyone, all the managers talk about it. So who knows? Oh God, even now I'm actually sitting in it. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be on game day. But um, yeah, I just, I just hope. And that's what I loved about the PSG game was that I've been waiting for a City performance like that, like where you could really see every player on the pitch who mm. came on gave 110%. You had Zinchenko blocking a ball and Stones blocking behind him if Zinchenko didn't block it. I've seen Mares tracking back and winning balls in the right-back position yeah. three or four times. He'd maybe do that once a game. As long as I see that and I go, you left it all on the pitch, regardless of the result. You're happy. You can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't knock them. What can, no. You know what I mean? Then it's just, you just, it just wasn't your night. Completely. I feel like it is, I, I really feel like it is though. I don't want to jinx anything, but I just feel like. No, I know, I know. The thing is though, everyone seems to be saying that and that's where and I that's go, the, that's yeah. where you go. I know when everyone says it, you <laughs> yeah, say it never yeah, plays yeah. out that way, bro. Do you know what I mean? But we'll see. We'll dare, see. I, dare I ask uh, for a prediction? <sighs> You can't call it. I don't want you to make that decision, no, actually. I, I I'm not going to let you do that. Do you know what I did see? You know what you said about the Aguero penalty the other day? I was reading an interview with um, Edison. Mm. Apparently, he's on the list of the five penalty takers if it goes to penalties. Really? And he said in the interview, he said, I'll ask for the fifth. Wow. So, we'd have to maybe take it off Aguero. But can well, he's you... probably one of the best penalty takers there, isn't he? Apparently, it? he is. Also, as well, the guy's as cool as a cucumber. Mm. Like, he is... He doesn't feel pressure, I don't think. Like, whenever you watch him, you know, with a bad mistake or, like, gets an assist... Same same complexion, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think, as far as an ice cold finisher, stick Edison on it. Yeah, get him on it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? How many how many city fans are going? Do you know? Within what the allocation the... was around four and a half thousand each. Yeah. Which again, that's this is a whole other thing. And you talk about UEFA. I think they they want to get in around thirty thousand. I think that's kind of the it's a third capacity. But you like you gave what four and a half thousand city fans, four and a half thousand. That's nine thousand. That's like eleven, twelve thousand tickets to corporate. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. So and bad. that was why, like, I'll be putting myself out there. I know this hasn't been the conversation, but when you take the European Super League, yeah, which was a disgrace, mm. you know, like, and we all know. I don't need to say anything that we all said, know, and felt at the time. Um, f- the Super League was just criminal. Just a that. shambles. That is, that, and again, that was criminal. And to think, like. The irony of it is, right, let's take City, for example, yeah, who were in League One and have been in the Championship, to think that 
you know, what would the motivation have been back in the day if the Super League was there for City to get to the Prem? Do you know what I mean? And in it. Like, there would have been nothing to play for. The pyramid would have been fucked of course not, forever. Right. You look at the, as we said, you look at the, any American sport, particularly NFL, boring. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. you can't, you can't take away the, the pure essence and what is at the heart of this game. Do you know what I mean? The fans and the chance that anything can happen. Exactly. What, your Leicesters, you suddenly, what, you, you never see your Leicesters in your mm. Champions League. Who, by the way, I think can, we have to start saying that Leicester potentially are a top four. Oh team. yeah, hundred percent. For me, they're hundred yeah. percent the top six. Um, it's the thing as well as the audacity to to think that you earn the right to be in the top thing every yes. year. Yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah, fucking yeah. who, who, who do you think you, you yeah. are? Do you know who are you I mean? to who are you to earn that right? I agree. So we always end on this question. Right, yeah. Get your active shoes on. I know, yeah. Um, I know what's so coming. So, any footballer, past or present, you can play them in a biopic of their life on the big screen, right, for the world to see. Yeah. Who would it be and why? So, firstly, we're going to go car- one that would actually work legit casting wise. Yeah. And secondly, one who you would actually love to sit down with the script and play this guy's story on the screens. I'm trying to get it's the. Hard, I'm trying, I'm trying to get the casting one now. I'm trying to. Put the my... casting one's tricky, you see, because like, I'd like to think there's a bit of me going, you know, especially if you get me out in the sun and a bit of vitamin D. <laughs> there's got to be a little Spanish player out there, the brown hair, brown eyes. Do you know what I mean? But I'm not going down that road. I think I'd have to probably go for a, a Mancunian. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's yeah, a natural yeah. fit. There's a bit of me going. You tell me. Could I get away with playing Phil Foden? Yeah, skin your head off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we actually go for the fade, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Go, go proper short back and sides. Oh my God, I've not actually clocked that. You actually could. Only because as well, I can sit into the accent pretty easily, obviously. Yeah. And You have to you work, know, work on your left foot though. Work <laughs> Not just my left foot. I have to, we'll probably need a double, do you know what I mean, yeah, yes. on that side of it. But no, maybe... maybe, maybe yeah, I can see it. You've got that. You've got similarities in the face. I mean, I, I'm really only the thing is, I'm struggling to find the one who I feel like I agree. I'm just that's the one I've gone to because I think Manchester lad. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe a young King Cladsey. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was too good for City at the time. But no, I'm, I'm really just thinking dark hair, dark eyes. Do you what know about what I mean? Steve McManaman? With to keep your hair. No, no you're too not young. A you're too young. Not a chance. Don't do that to me. <laughs> nah, Steve McManaman. I'm just thinking of when he played for City with the hair. <laughs> with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who, else, who else could it? No, I mean, we could go down the roads of like a Georgie Samaras or something. Oh, do you my know what God. I mean? Rocky Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Shocking. yeah. yeah. Um, Samaras, what a player. Greek. Was he Greek? <laughs> he Greek was Greek, legend. yeah. So who? So let's go. Let's go. Um, we'll say we'll say Foden for the casting. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll take that. Let's go now. Um, Legit. So, who, who's, whose story would you want to play? Who, who do you reckon's got the best? Well, there, there was one, and it's already been done, unfortunately. But I've, I've, I've always thought that Bert Troutman story. Mm. You know, he's, you know, in fact, he kind of his experiences in the war and then coming over and the kind of them, you know, what he did for City. I think is always mm. that's one I've always loved to have done. But obviously, that's been done now. Mm. Shit. <laughs> Too late. Didn't get the shout. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> there we go. Where was that one? Um, so then, off that, I mean, like. It wouldn't be right, but I think I'm always, I always love those kind of, um, that underdog story. Like, I think I couldn't play this, but like Jesus's story, I think is, is incredible. He, there's a photo of him in, I think one of, in the favela where he grew up and he's painting the streets just ready for the World Cup taking place, barefoot. And then obviously that was only 2014. Wow. And I watched on, um... They did, I think it's the the All or Nothings, they did one on the Brazil national team on Amazon. Uh, and when they do the little focus on hey, Jesus, I always go to say Jesus, it's Jesus. Um, he he actually didn't have a club until he was 15. And he went to the summer trials for Palmeiras, I think it was, which mm. is where he ended up playing. Up until that point, wasn't in a club. So I just think, you know, to have come from where he's come from, you know, in particular, a very tough and hard place like Brazil, particularly in the favela, and it goes into that a little bit in the dock, mm. to then have, you know, not even like been at a club and got scouted. You went, you did the summer camp and got picked up and then kind of to have gone on and done what he's done. Yeah. I think that story, you know, that's, they're the type of stories I think that I'd like to, what a to dig well. into. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a shame he's been in Aguero's shadow since he's been at City, but he's every time he plays, he scores. He has, and I think actually when you speak to City fans, you, I don't put him in Aguero's shadow because I'd say you know Aguero's in his is um, just in yeah. his own place, yeah. and actually you know what Jesus does for the team is so different, and his and his energy is work rate. He's very key to how we play. That mm. front press, he's he's instrumental to it, and actually you know he's not been asked by Pep since he's joined to play as a number nine. You know, and I actually think if you go, well, play as a number nine and stand around the box, he probably would be then going, oh, he's got, because he has got the finish and he was doing that in Brazil. Mm. But he's actually got more to his his game for me. But um, obviously, that wouldn't be the one I would play. But I think they're the stories that I would love to try and dig out and find. I think, you mm. know, there's something where it is just a little bit more than, you know, kind of the, the traditional yeah, way. I think yeah. if you, you know, people that have come from some form of, struggle or where maybe the odds have been against them to go on and push through and do it but try with yeah. the same essences I think they're the stories I'd love to Started like from dig the into yeah. yeah well let's let's wrap up with um, you've got your own you've got your own little pod haven't you yeah we are, yeah, we are. we're on the podcast circuit together <laughs> cool isn't it yeah. it's been so interesting it, man. yeah man um, just meeting people and like um, you know friends or guests that you've never met or like you know just hearing about just spending time with them and like just, and just having a chat mm. like, and I think and the beautiful thing is in, especially around TV and film there's people have a lot to a lot of input do you know what I mean there's sometimes too many chefs where it feels like podcast is a bit like the wild west yeah anything yeah, goes yeah. really yeah. you had Jimmy on as well didn't you yeah which is he, great we spoke, he spoke about you actually in the app we were saying about because in cold feet how he gets you he, he yeah, United he a United fan, fan yeah. yeah and we had to, the whole in that first series as well like I had like a United an old United shirt with the number 7 on the back and we were in like a United pub watching the United game Best bit of acting I've ever done. Genuinely. <laughs> like, where's your best performance? That. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I, I, I adore that man. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, if, probably don't, you know, won't say anything that no one's already said before or knows about him, but he is, um, he is one of the best, do you know what I mean? And, mm. you know, there's a reason I think he kind of is a bit of one of our national treasures in a way. Everyone, mm. everyone loves Jimmy Nesbitt. Yeah. Um, I do. And he, and he was, he was so good with me. Um, and obviously as well, it was great because while we were filming Cold Feet, United were doing fuck all and City were doing absolutely everything. So yeah. I, was, I was loving coming to set every day, <laughs> but I was very quick to get that United shirt yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. in the bin, never to be seen again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... it's um, yeah, the pod, tell us about it. It's cool, man. As I say, something quite quite new for me, but um, it's been really interesting to explore the space and actually have the chance to kind of do it. Um, mm. It's a podcast with WWF, not the wrestling, the World Wildlife Fund, and... Uh, centered around the environment and kind of our climate and of course the the climate crisis basically mm. and it kind of just spawned out of I think that sometimes the conversation around climate change can be a little bit preachy or feel like you have to know everything to talk about it I kind of just wanted to make a space where we talked about a few of the key areas of the conversation and try and find the tangible things we can do to to make that change and also equip ourselves with the knowledge of what's going on so mm. yeah call of the wild and it's um it's been really cool. I Spotify, kind of, Apple, all that. I think it's on them all, yeah. Everywhere yeah, you hear yeah, podcasts just like this, so go check it out. Um, it's really good. Got some wicked guests, a few guests from Sex Education. Yeah, man. First couple of episodes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we, we, and yeah, we had um, we had a, a friend of mine who was on it, yeah, Akita Williams Sterling and yeah. Tanya Reynolds. She's been on it. And then I will name drop. I never tend the to. The man. The big man, Sir David. Do you know you got, if, you like, if you like all Planet Earth and all that, you've got to get on episode one. Just to do it, episode to hear one. The man innit? Talk. Innit? Everyone loves a bit of that, bro. Yeah. Um, Kel, listen, thanks, mate. Top man for Bro, coming on. My pleasure. Hey, Much no, as well, because we said we, we, we played a game of football uh, before the second leg against PSG, and we'd said, because we've been trying to make happen, we yeah. like, if you get to the final, we're doing an episode. Doing it the week before the that final. That was the deal. And there we are. Yeah, no, mate, this has been my pleasure, and, and I love the pod. Jay, I was saying it to you before, but I'm flipping. I think it's great. Legend. Enjoy Saturday. Nice one, bro. Fingers crossed.